Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. In today's episode, I have the amazing Michelle Rogers here with me. Since 2012, Michelle has been perfecting the most effective, accessible, and streamlined virtual practice for high-achieving women. Using the art of functional lab analysis, she's able to create a personalized blueprint and strategy for unrivaled energy and mental focus so powerhouse women can continue sharing their gifts, serving their clients at the highest level possible, and showing up even more for the people they love. Michelle's goal is to reach more women who know that health is their greatest asset so that they can focus on their vision, energize their efforts, and create a life of wealth full of abundance, purpose, health, wealth, and joy. I know you're going to get so much out of today's episode and make sure that you check out where to connect with Michelle in the show notes so that you can see everything that she has to offer and dive into it because it's a game changer. So without further ado, let's welcome Michelle onto the show. Welcome, Michelle. I'm so excited to have you here. I can't wait to dive into all the juicy wellness tips that you're going to be sharing with us. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's an honor. I'm like pumped. Um, so I would like for to open it up a little bit and share with everyone like what what led you on the path to doing what you're doing now? This is Spiritual Boss Babe podcast, a lot of female entrepreneurs. And I love to open it up with like hearing a bit about like how you came to actually doing what you're doing now. And I know that's yeah. probably going to be a lengthy thing, but we'll just open it. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep it kind of brief. Um, it's totally fine. <laughs> so I, um, I initially actually wanted to be a veterinarian. I'm obsessed with animals. Like I literally mm -hmm. am one of those people who like wants to pet every single animal I pass. Um, but basically I dove into that and got really disheartened because it was the typical conventional approach. It was just a rotation of vaccines and surgeries and steroids and antibiotics over and over and over again. And, um, through some research, I found a holistic veterinarian and she did uh, acupuncture and she did Chinese herbs. And I actually helped her write a book with wow. um, animal applications of Chinese herbs and uh, all these other modalities that were just fascinating to me and new to me. And um, through that process, I realized I wanted to work with people. And I was like, is this stuff working? Like, what is this? <laughs> like this whole body approach, this holistic, natural approach, what is this? And um, through kind of networking with some people, I found out about naturopathic medicine. And that was as soon as I started looking into it, I was like, oh my God, this, this is it. This is amazing. Um, this is exactly what I want to do. And I actually ended up pursuing naturopathic medicine and, um, traditional Chinese medicine. And through my process, 
of school and everything, I actually discovered that I had PCOS and I had Hashimoto's myself, which is autoimmune hypothyroid. Mm -hmm. And so as you can imagine, it was kind of like the perfect opportunity to put this approach to the test and be like, is this like, can you actually heal from this root cause approach from using these natural modalities? And I did. And I, you know, through a bunch of different testing, which is why I focus on testing now, um, but also just really focusing on the root cause of what is going on. Why is this imbalance manifesting the way that it is? And so I found out that, you know, I had sluggish detox pathways. Like I would have never have known this, right? But, but my pathways run slower than other people's pathways. And so toxins can build up and that can cause inflammation, immune activation, gut dysbiosis or an imbalance of the gut flora. All of those things were contributing to this manifestation of PCOS or polycystic wow. ovarian syndrome and Hashimoto's. And so through you know gut healing, through targeted detox, I was actually able to take myself off of that spectrum. So literally right now, I'm no longer able to be diagnosed as someone with PCOS or someone with Hashimoto's because I've removed that um, from my (laughs) sort of body, which is really, really, really cool and empowering as you can imagine. Wow. How long did that take? I would say it probably took accumulation um, of about three years, um, but we also have to keep in mind that I was going through a doctor's and a master, like a doctorate and a master's program at that time. So I was putting a lot of stress on my body. I probably could have healed a lot faster had I not wow. had those external influences. Yeah. Um, but it can take a long time. It really depends on how committed you are, um, the environment that you're in. All of those things contribute to your body's ability to kind of bounce back. But all of our bodies are really, really resilient and adaptive. And we just have to give them the right instructions, the right information, the right environment, and our body knows what to do. It can heal itself. It's just just like so cool. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of like how I got into all of this. And then I had a private, um, or I had a, like a primary care, uh, practice in Portland proper for about four years. I was in the insurance paradigm doing that whole thing, had a full practice. Um, and I got super burnt out, like super burnt out. And I was just like, I lost the joy and the work that I was doing because honestly, when people are just paying their $15 copay, they're not really invested and they weren't really taking the recommendations and the protocols and everything as seriously as they possibly could have. And so that was really frustrating as a provider because I knew that I could help people, but there was this disconnect. And then I opened up um, a women's only, like a women's focused practice, um, which I had private practice cash-based for two years. And then um, for about the past two years or more, I've been completely virtual. So I'm working with female entrepreneurs, online entrepreneurs, and really helping them elevate their health through functional lab testing. So... Wow. That's so awesome. It's so cool to hear how it like evolved too. (laughs) Yeah. Now you're taking it virtual. Wow. So how does the process work when like someone gets tested and like comes to you? Like what do do people typically come to you for? Like um, when they know that they need to work with you or when they're considering it? Yeah. So the 
biggest concerns that I find with entrepreneurs is focus and energy. So Mm. a lot of times there's brain fog or just this like lack of recall or this lack of sharpness with their mental clarity. So there's that aspect, memory, things like that, um, problem solving skills, all of that. And then also energy. So just either waking up and not having the energy, not having the motivation, not having the drive that they want to have right when they wake up um, or having energy dips throughout the day that might happen in the afternoon. Um, They might not be sleeping well. So they're not getting that restore, like that restoration that we need to actually heal the body. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are kind of really main things. Definitely people come to me too with actual diagnoses, but honestly, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to the actual name of the diagnosis because your body is sort of manifesting its imbalance in a certain way. And either way, I don't care if it's called Hashimoto's or if it's just sluggishness all around, like we have to get to the root and we have to figure out what's going on so that we can actually correct that upstream, if that makes sense. Yeah. And what do you, is, how do you discover the root or what do you think causes like the unfocus or the lack of energy? Yes. And a lot of people, I'm sure maybe it's different in different people. That's why they get tested, but... Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So that's really the reason why I do the testing. It's kind of the ultimate detective work because we can see that objective data and actually see where your body is needing certain nutrients or vitamins, or maybe there's inflammation, maybe there's toxicity, maybe um, you're eating inflammatory foods that are triggering your immune system. So that can all be contributing. I would say With brain fog, a lot of times it can be due to gut health issues. So when we have an imbalance of our gut flora, our gut bacteria, that can cause um, sort of an environmental shift that allows opportunistic bacteria to move in, cause additional inflammation, irritation to the gut lining. They can steal nutrients from us because they are trying to survive, (laughs) right? And all of that irritation and inflammation can actually lead to something called leaky gut or intestinal permeability. And that allows toxins to to kind of enter the system. It allows food particles to enter the system. And that activates the immune system, causing a lot of systemic inflammation for a lot of people. Wow. Yeah. So what kind of tests do you recommend people do? Is it different for each person or is it like, you know, a standard thing? Mm, Yeah. I used to do kind of one-off testing um, earlier on in my practice, but over the years, I've decided to just run everything because I don't want to be looking through a pinhole. I want to see the whole picture. I want to read the whole book and see what's going on. So I do the whole gamut of functional lab testing, which includes uh, a comprehensive stool analysis, food sensitivity testing, sex hormones, adrenal testing, um, functional genomics and organic acids. So I do a complete, oh, and functional blood chemistry analysis too. Wow. Yeah. And then you go through it and you kind of give recommendations. Yeah, exactly. So once I've got everything in front of me and I can see that full picture, we can actually create a strategic plan that is completely customized and personalized to the individual. So for example, um, a lot of times people will start with gut health or gut healing, which is 
absolutely wonderful. It's usually where I start. However, working with entrepreneurs, if I see that you're running on fumes, if you are like tapped out with your adrenal health, then we need to focus on that first because your body's not going to have the reserves to be able to move into this healing protocol. Like we need to kind of boost you up a bit before we can enter the gut healing phase. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I think that like, it's so important for entrepreneurs to do this stuff because we're always like, go, 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 like a hustle mode or just like, not that I'm all about the hustle, but I mean, as entrepreneurs, we're like always on for the most part, you know what I mean? Just, Mm. it's just like that personality type that, uh, you know, that you can get like drained. Totally. That type A just kind of, yeah. A hundred percent. It's hard to slow down and it's in that slowdown that the restoration happens. And so there, it, it is really figuring out, you know, along with the lab tests, it's not like I'm just saying, here are all your lab tests, take all these supplements, see you later. It's like, how can we actually enhance certain lifestyle behaviors that you're doing? How can we enhance your sleep? How can we kind of fit in certain biohacking tools or technology to actually help your body um, sort of recalibrate and um, create more resilience? resilience in your day to day. And so there's all these different things that we get to tweak, including things like nutrition. One of my favorite things about the functional genomics test is that we actually get to see like, do you metabolize fats? Does your body actually use fats in a really effective way? Does your body like carbohydrates or do they, does your body turn carbs into fat? I found out that actually about me and I was like, oh no, like wow. it's like, it's kind of crazy because it, it really helps you to fine tune things. And that's why I don't make any broad stroke recommendations. Like people, you know, message me quite frequently, like, oh, what do I, what should I do about this? And it's like, it totally depends. It's called bio-individuality. And it really does. I don't say that just to brush people off, but it's like, it's so true. Like I can't give anyone like a broad stroke statement around nutrition. Like everybody should be keto or everyone should be paleo. But once we get to see those details, we can really refine it to the person, which I think is just fascinating. I could nerd out on it all day. customized based on the person. You can't see that stuff unless you test for like this, those specific things. A hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have like some, I know you're just like, I don't go broad stroke, but do you have <laughs> some like common things that you recommend your clients or female entrepreneurs to do or be mindful of, or uh, like in the self-care department, in the like general department around all of this? Yeah. So usually it revolves around sleep. We always want to make sure that sleep is good. And I always tell people like, you need to have a bedtime. Like bedtimes aren't just for kids. Like ideally we want to be asleep between 9 and 11 PM. That's when our sleepy hormone, our melatonin is at its peak. And that's when our cortisol, our awakening hormone is at its lowest, or it should be. (laughs) We would test and see, but basically that's the key time to fall asleep. If we stay up past 11, a lot of us end up getting that second wind, right? We want to like do all the things, get all yeah. the, like our to-do list done, or we get super creative. Or so funny, we start that's planning so me. <laughs> I'm usually up till like midnight. Yeah, yeah. And then people say like, oh, I'm just a night owl. That's just my thing. And it's actually because there's this, this, uh, your your cortisol rhythm is off. And so it's really about correcting that first. Because if you think about, you know, most 
pretty much everything has this diurnal pattern, this like sleep wake cycle. Mm -hmm. And so getting that back on track is super, super key. It's so interesting. Like when I was in Guatemala, I, I feel like I went to bed earlier so easy and I woke up at like six, like no alarm, like so easy. Yeah. And like, as soon as I got back home, it was just like back to staying up later and like waking up later. And I have no idea like why, if it was like the location or if it was because how I felt or what. Mm. Yeah. It could have been the stimulation. There's different, I mean, even things like EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, like Wi-Fi and things like that can totally affect us. Oh, Who's yeah. to say what that was like in Guatemala, you know, was that different totally, than totally in Austin, different. you know? <laughs> so it's like, you. so I'm always constantly thinking, that's why I do such an extensive intake with my clients too, because it's like, what aspects of your lifestyle can we actually optimize and, and kind of create this super, super healthy way of living in kind of a a toxic world, right? We can't be like crazy about it, but I mean, there are so many things that we can do. And that's the things that I, those are the things that I really love focusing on is like, how can we empower you to make the best choices most of the time, you know? And do you, is it, is it challenging for people to make these changes? Do you find... I think it depends on the purpose behind why they have sought out help from me in the first place. So a lot of people, um, like I said, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of entrepreneurs have big dreams, big visions. Mm -hmm. And if they're really attached to that core why, their core purpose, their core mission, and they already understand the value of their health and the role that their health plays. Because honestly, without your health, you can't show up and make that happen, right? Mm -hmm. And so if, if I feel like it's kind of my responsibility to explain and educate the importance of the changes that we're doing and the whys behind them. Like I'm the type of person, like I'm not going to take a supplement or take a recommendation unless I know why I'm doing it. I just won't stick with it because I don't value it. And so it's about um, explaining and educating around that value. And so I think once that piece, that connection is made, I don't think that the changes are difficult to make at all Mm. because it's kind of a no brainer. So that, that makes, makes so much sense. Yeah. Because then once they know the value of it, it's like they make it a, more of a priority. Exactly. Yep. And otherwise, if it's not a priority, it's so easy to forget. Yep. Yep. What, exactly. what kind of supplements do you take? Like, and how long ago was that when you like totally healed all your, all the things? <laughs> That's been probably almost 10 years now. Actually, Whoa. I think a little bit longer now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cause I've been in practice now for about eight years. My schooling was about five and a half years. So yeah, maybe a little wow. bit over 10 years. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, my supplements, um, what's really, really fascinating is that the company, the functional genomics company that I run a test through, they actually create a customized, super high quality supplement based on your genetics. And so oh, wow. my foundation, supplements are based on that. And then depending on my own labs, because I run my labs annually, um, I will adjust things or add supplements here and there to kind of give myself an extra boost. Also, something I also train um, my entrepreneurs with is, you know, if they're traveling, if they've got a launch coming up, if there's some sort of special event, a conference or something like that, there are certain ways that we can support your body through detox processes, things like that. Because if like, for example, travel, 
who are exposed to so many toxins with travel, just through jet fuel, through the off-gassing from the cleaning products they use on the plane. Like there's a lot we can't control. And so when we're in environments that we can't control, we can actually utilize certain nutrients and um, supplements to help our body process those toxins a little bit more efficiently. Mm-hmm. So, wow, yeah. there's so many things yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, like that go into like, like just optimal performance, so mm-hmm. to speak, or optimal living. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And there's different levels. Like you can take it kind of far. So I always try to meet my clients where they're at. And it's like, you know, if you're not trying to be superhuman, <laughs> like cool, <laughs> but like we can kind of meet you where you're at and make and sure that we're doing what we can. <laughs> Would you put yourself in the superhuman category? No, like I don't, I'm not the type of person who's like going to cryotherapy and like doing the kind of crazy stuff like that. But I will say I love infrared saunas. Um, I love uh, red light therapy. There are certain like little biohacks. Like I, like these, um, I guess your audience can't see right now, but blue, I'm wearing blue walker glasses, blue walkers, yeah. day walkers. And so I've got a different pair for nighttime. And so there are definitely little tweaks that I do that I think help tremendously in my day-to-day and my ability to sleep well and deep. And so, yeah. What do you, what has been like the biggest um, like difference or impact you've felt on your own life and your own energy and your own being since getting into all of this stuff even more? I'm sure you've seen a lot of different shifts mm-hmm. since you've been on this journey. What do you think has been like the most profound for you? And even for any of your clients, if you can think, you know. Yeah, that's a great great question. Yeah, so I would say food and knowing, figuring out which foods to eat because I know so many people come to me and they're like, I'm so frustrated. I, I could eat literally anything and I'll get bloated. Or, you know, there's so much confusion. There's so much misinformation online. Uh, about nutrition, so much conflicting information online. And so with the labs, we're actually able to see what your body's responding to, what's causing inflammation, how does your body actually respond to dairy or protein or fat or carbohydrates, and which foods are triggering you right now. And that's the thing with food sensitivity testing too. A lot of people think that you know they get their food sensitivity testing results back and they think they can't ever eat those foods ever again. (laughs) And that's not the case most of the time. Usually what we do is just remove those foods temporarily because we want to remove the fuel from the fire, right? Like we don't want to be adding fuel to the fire, I guess. And so we do that temporarily while we heal the gut. And then after a few months, we can strategically reintroduce those foods and see how your body's responding. But I would definitely say food and, and the empowerment behind choosing foods that are actually nourishing to you and not inflammatory to you. Wow. And how does it even test like what is and what isn't? Yeah, a great question. So the test that I use is called the MRT test. Um, and instead of, it's a blood test, um, but instead of using um, like just measuring IgG or immunoglobulin G, which is a typical delayed hypersensitivity response, it combines any sort of post-reactive response. So it could be IgG, IgA, um, histamine response, any sort of immune activation that happens um, is 
sort of measured with this company, which is actually why I like it because it's, mm. it seems more comprehensive than any other food sensitivity test I've experienced, I guess, in the past or worked with in the past. Wow. Yeah. I have not had one of those done yet. Yeah. They're pretty cool. <laughs> Sometimes like, you're like, so oh my God. Now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like really curious now because uh, it must be interesting to see like, you know, and, and to make those changes. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of and times... And to be upset if there's something on there uh, that you love. <laughs> well, the, the somewhat sometimes frustrating thing is, is that sometimes there are foods that come up that you eat frequently because what if, you're, if there's a lot of damage to your gut lining and you actually do have leaky gut or the startings of intestinal permeability, um, what happens is because those foods, you're eating them frequently, you're, they're causing an immune activation frequently. And so sometimes that does happen. So, but again, it's not forever. It's just temporary. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I'm sure you could feel the difference pretty quickly after oh, like making those goodness. adjustments. Totally. Especially with bloating, with digestion in general, a lot of times people feel really big shift if they have a lot of water retention. So it's, it can be pretty profound. Headaches, skin stuff, lots mm -hmm. of stuff can be addressed with, with food and nutrition. Yeah. So interesting. I feel like that's like what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> soon. I mean, for me, like I feel great. I just, sometimes I have dry skin come up like mm -hmm. during when I go different places or during different seasons and it never happened before. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's a food thing. Could be, could also know. be essential fatty acids too. So that's something I check for just to see what your balance is and see if you need more omega threes or all that. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Do you take like any supplements? Personally? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, I take, currently I'm taking a prenatal because I'm in that phase of preconception mm -hmm. phase um, personally. Um, but I do also take some grass-fed beef adrenal gland and some other products that are kind of, I've, I'm dabbling with. Uh, I also take some magnesium. I just actually recently had my blood drawn. So I'm um, kind of working off of that. So adding some magnesium in and what else? I'm always, almost always taking detox support. Cause like I said, I, my genetics are, um, they lean more towards sluggish detox pathways. So I'm usually taking, um, a blend of different detox support that might include herbs like milk thistle. It might include some nutrients like N-acetylcysteine or glycine or something like that. Um, but I'm, I'm always experimenting on myself to be quite honest. Really? Yeah. To see, do you know, do you feel like you're pretty sensitive to noticing like subtle differences? I'm pretty sensitive. Yeah. Pretty sensitive. Wow. It seems like you are like so well-versed and so like this, like to obviously, I mean, you've been doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. What is like your mission with all of this? Like mm. your personal mission with like all the work that you're doing and getting out to entrepreneurs and world changers. I would love to kind of hear you dive into that a bit. Oh yeah. I love, and I love that you just said world changers because I truly believe that entrepreneurs are going to change the world. And I love, love, love supporting people in their mission. And so that's kind of my mission behind my one-on-one -on -one work. And 
as you can imagine, I can only see so many clients in my own personal practice. Yeah. And so at the end of last year, I actually started a mentorship for practitioners. And so That's I'm actually, so awesome. yeah, so I'm actually training other providers to uh, master the art of functional lab analysis while also learning to start, grow and scale their own successful virtual practice. So that wow. way that ripple effect gets to happen and I get to touch more and more lives. So that's kind of the big, big vision. That's so cool. So like other doctors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anybody who can order labs. So for okay. example, right right now I've got um, acupuncturists, uh, naturopathic doctors, a pharmacist, um, nurse practitioner. Is that everybody? And functional nutritionists. Wow. So I've got quite a few that's yeah, like a, across the board. Yeah. That's yep. so awesome. I love that. Yeah. It's super cool. It's so much fun. I love it. And you're, you're, so you're teaching them like how to read the labs and like how to basically kind of go through your process that you've been going through with people so that you don't exactly. need to be the only one to do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I'm taking them behind the scenes, teaching them all of my protocols that I've put together over the years, how to customize them based on the labs. So it's pretty in depth. It's a six month program. Um, and it's kind of like a mastermind too, just cause we've got all these, uh, you know, like professional mm -hmm. practitioners yeah. in there. So it's really cool to see different perspectives and hear about different ways that people are approaching things. So it's, wow. it's been so much fun. Yeah. That's awesome. So are people like, so the people that come to you for clients wise, they're in all different kind of uh, industries or professions. Yeah. Yeah. The people who come oh. for that program specifically are like practitioners. Practitioners. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the, most of my one-on-one -on -one clients are online coaches of some, mm -hmm. to some degree. Yeah. That's so awesome. And do you find that a lot of people are like referred to you? Yeah, that's how like I get most thing. of my clients. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imagine for for stuff like this, it seems like, you know, like obviously if I've, if someone working with you and they love like the, how you help them improve their health, they're probably going to tell like all their people like, oh, I got yes. a person like, you know, you should get this done. Like this really helped. You know what I mean? And yeah. 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 I feel like very fortunate. Personal that, thing. Yep. Yep. Pretty much all of my clients are referrals. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. And when did you take your business online? Mm, about two years ago, I took it wow. completely online and I didn't do it in the best way, which is why I'm so excited to train these new practitioners on how to do it if they're transitioning. But I literally went from brick and mortar practice to virtual without any real transition. And wow. as you can imagine, that was not great for yeah. my bank account, for stress, for all kinds of different things. But if I had to do it again, I would definitely do it differently. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do differently? Because I know there's probably other people listening, even that maybe they see a lot of people in person, no matter what industry they're like, if they're, they're in and they want to take it online. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what I would have done for sure is I would have started dabbling more and kind of um, giving my current clients, they were patients at the time because I was seeing them in person, but um, giving them more incentive to do phone call visits or video mm -hmm. consults and things like that so they could get more comfortable with it and see the benefit and see that, you know, I could still help them without actually like touching them and like being in the same room as them. Mm -hmm. So kind of being more, having more of a transition, I guess, um, would be super, super key. And also I would say maybe taking away some hours of my physical brick and mortar practice and expanding the hours that I was spending in my virtual practice. Mm -hmm. Also, I would say <laughs> I would have hired a mentor much earlier than oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's yeah. definitely a different ball game. It's funny that you say that because when I was transitioning from my fitness business to more of like online coaching, I didn't really know exactly what I was going to do, but I was like transitioning from fitness to more like mindset stuff. I did that without even realizing I gradually took my uh. personal training clients on Zoom. And so I was able to actually move across the country and have several clients on Zoom. And I, I still got like a side thing at that time while I was figuring out what the hell I was transitioning to. Yes. But yeah, that definitely helped. So much smarter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I love that you mentioned hiring a mentor. I think that like by far, that's been the biggest thing that how that helps most people is like having that person who's already where you want to be. Oh like, my gosh. Being there yeah. and guiding you. Because it's a, the entrepreneurial journey in and of itself, not even just the online or virtual, but in and of itself, it is literally a spiritual journey. It's like a journey that we're in for the long haul. Totally, totally. And, and it's it puts not always easy. all of your things right in front of your face. Like all the things you need to deal with are front and center. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's crazy. I was literally just talking to another friend about this when I was on, on her podcast. And I never really like thought of it that, that way, even though I know this, but like it literally does throw everything right in front of your face. Yeah. All like, your, all your weaknesses, all your fears, all everything is just like, okay, I I guess I have to address this or like I'm screwed because the online space is such a, like this vast ocean. And it's like, you have to make sure that you are showing up in the best possible way that you can, or mm -hmm. else you're just going to get lost in the sea of everyone else. What are some ways that you've been able to like show up and stand out in your niche and what you're doing? Mm, um, I would say making like focusing on relationships mm -hmm. has been really, really key. Just creating, um, reaching out to people in my niche and, um, yeah, really cultivating those relationships and not asking for anything in return, but always providing value. Um, one of the things I love to do is uh, message. If I'm watching someone's stories or something and I see their laptop on their lap, I immediately like send them a DM and be like, stop frying your ovaries. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Please, please put something between your laptop and your lap, please. <laughs> So what happens if your laptop's on your lap too much? Oh, it's just, it's the EMF. So it's the, the electromagnetic frequencies. And there's a lot of studies that show that in close proximity that can create cellular changes. And if you can imagine mm. if it's close to our ovaries or for men, testicles, that is actually changing the cellular makeup, the DNA makeup of our gonads, of our reproductive cells. And that's wow. really big. Maybe not for us personally, but for generations down the line. And it's, it, they've shown like multi-generational effects. Wow. Yes. So I it's really, it's a really big deal. Damn. And same thing for your phone. Totally. Totally. Do That's you have why I like say, one of those you know, little things on your phone? I have, I actually have a safe sleeve case. So safe sleeve is one of the brands that I really like. I use them for my case. Um, and then for my earphones, I use, um, or my earbuds, I use Defender Shields air tubes. Um, just because the, the air tube actually removes the EMFs or it doesn't remove them, but it, it takes them further away from your brain. Wow. So yeah. Yep. Wow. I used to have this, um, this like orgone EMF thing that you stick on your phone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, then I got a new phone case and I couldn't take it off. So I need to get <laughs> another one. <laughs> 
Awesome. Yeah. Anything helps. I will say that. Yeah. It's funny. We got like sidetracked into that story, but that, uh, now I'm like, oh crap, I got to like really stay on top. You're like making me be, uh, become aware of like so many different little things, like, (laughs) because there's a lot of little things that we don't really think about or realize. Totally. You know, we're not always conscious of it. Like sleeping with your phone near you too, even. Oh my gosh. Or looking at it first thing in the morning. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love that you just brought those up. Yeah. Like I, at nighttime I have my phone on airplane mode. Mm -hmm. And since we live out in the country, um, I also have my router, my wireless router on a timer. So that after a certain time, I think it's like, I think we have it set for 11 or something like that. Um, it turns off and we don't have any other Wi-Fi signals around us. And so it's really nice. So we're not getting you know, any Wi-Fi signals coming in and out, which is great. And then, yeah, I don't, I have my apps on my phone. I have my apps set to be locked until 10 AM. So I can't even check like Facebook or Instagram or any of that stuff, or even my, my mail until 10, unless I'm very conscious of it. Unless I tell my phone like, Hey, give me 15 minutes or (laughs) something like (laughs) that. You know what I mean? But it's, how do you you set that to lock it all? There's, I, I think, it. yeah, I think there's, um, under the settings, I think it's called, um, screen time. I think it's the screen time app and you can actually choose okay. which ones you want to have accessible all the okay. time and which ones you want to have on a timer. I so, should totally do that too. So many yes. little, little hacks and tricks and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got so many more too. <laughs> I feel like, like electronics and like that it's like really bad. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the addiction to online and the phone and the, oh you my know, gosh, I find huge. myself get, get sucked in and I'm like, I feel like a zombie at times. I'm like, okay, like this, I need to stop. I need to get up. I need to stand up. Yes. Around, and you're so right. And using that term zombie and, and I, and going back to you saying, you know, staying off your phone right when you wake up, when we wake up, our brain waves are still in a relaxed state. It's usually like alpha state brain waves. And that's like, close to trance brainwaves. Like we're very influential during that time. So if we start seeing, um, you know, if we get a bad email or a negative text or we see uh, content online that's disturbing to us, all of that is just entering our subconscious almost unfiltered. Mm. And so it's very, very, very important to wait. I, I think the research says 22 minutes after waking up is like the minimum, um, to go and like check your phone or, or, or an or an email or anything like that. Yeah. So. Or technically it's good to like listen to hypnosis or watch some visualization at that point. <laughs> exactly. Like right when you wake up, meditate. Yeah. yeah. Or like I usually been, I like I started getting into the habit of like keeping my eyes closed when I first wake up and doing mm-hmm. like a little five, 10 minute visualization then. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. Because that's like the best time. Totally. And then you're not waking up and stumbling around and you're like not all like aggravated and feeling rushed and all of that stuff. It's just like centering, starting your day. It's just, I I love that. That's an awesome Mm -hmm. practice. Do you have like a, a little special morning ritual that you do? 
Mm, it depends on the morning. Um, I'm one of those people who likes to switch things up. And so I don't have something I do every single morning, but I have a small list of things that I get to choose from. <laughs> and <laughs> so <laughs> that might be meditation. It might be hypnosis. It might be movement. Um, it might be journaling. Um, it might just be a, like brain dumping. Um, for me, that's really helpful. Um, uh, did I, is that, oh, it might just be stretching. Um, those, it might be the sauna. I, sometimes I'll do the sauna in the morning too. So usually nice. it's like one of those things, but I usually try to take my mornings really, really slow. Like I don't start taking client calls until about 11. Mm-hmm. So, Same. I yeah. like to keep my mornings pretty free and do more mm-hmm. of my stuff like later in the day. Exactly. Yep. Like this too. too. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just better for me. Like mm-hmm. I like to have my day kind of to, I mean, I still do work during the day, but it's mm-hmm. like me. Yeah. Yeah. My I workouts during the day, I kind of like to just like have my day pretty much free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. <laughs> you know, but well, so much information, so many things. What do you see? What is like, what do you recommend for everyone to like do going forward? Like if they haven't gotten tested yet, or mm. if like they want to kind of get on board with this and figure out like how they can optimize their own health and their own focus and everything within themselves and they don't know where to start. They have no, you know, what would you recommend? What would you say? Mm, yeah, there's, that's a great question. I have a couple opt-ins actually on my website. One is a totally free opt-in that talks about functional lab testing and why it's oh, nice. different from conventional testing and um, just bridging that gap. And I also list out all of the tests that I run, even the blood tests and everything. So if you guys want to hop and grab that, um, I could send you the link if you want. Um, but that would be a great place to start, especially if you're interested in the labs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would also just look up and start educating yourself about functional medicine and, and more holistic approaches and root cause medicine. There's a lot of different, um, I guess, terminology around mm-hmm. that, but it's really all sort of the same thing, like really focusing on the root, not just covering up symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. If we, Our symptoms are our body's uh, it's like how our body is telling us that something's wrong. It's a signal mm-hmm. from our body. And if we just suppress it, even if we're using things like herbs or things like that to suppress it, we're still suppressing it. And we're telling our body we don't want to hear those messages. And so we need yeah. to reestablish that communication. And um, yeah, I just think doing that holistic approach is the way to do that. For sure. Yeah, that's so powerful. Like just what you said right there, if we want to dig into that like a tiny bit more mm-hmm. of how it's like not to ignore the symptom that is literally your body communicating with you. Yeah. I remember I was um, talking to a friend not that long ago and she was saying how like when people like get diagnosed with cancer, it's like literally your body's t- trying to heal itself. Yeah. And like by, I don't know, like all the things that she was saying, but like when, like how you're saying, when our, when your body shows symptoms or something's going on, it's literally, it doesn't necessarily mean that something's wrong. It's like your body's trying to heal itself. Exactly. And you understand the language of it. Exactly. You can help it heal itself too. Instead totally, of like, totally. And you really tap in and like, listen and like get curious. And that's why I love the labs too. Cause it's like, Hey, let's get curious. Let's see what your cells need. Let's see what's missing. Let's see how we can, you know, fill in the gaps or find those blind spots. Because mm-hmm. I think that so many of us have just become so used to feeling 
like fine and feeling okay that that's become our new normal. And we forgot, we forget what it feels like to feel amazing or feel Mm -hmm. great or wake up with super like amazing energy and motivation and have mental clarity all day and have sustained energy throughout the day and have regular digestion and sleep super deep and all of these amazing things that, I mean, really define being an an optimally healthy person. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think there's, I think it, I I guess I would challenge your audience to just tap in and say, you know, ask their body, like, where do I need some optimization? Like what is lacking right now? What, what could improve? And I think just creating that awareness and that curiosity, um, could be really powerful just like, Oh oh yeah. Like I actually used to feel this way or, you know, so powerful. What's that link that they can go to? I'll still share it in the show notes, but the- yeah, it's, it should just be wealthywoman.co, which is my website forward slash labs. Okay. Wealthywoman.co forward slash labs. labs. Yep. And I'll put that and your, any other links in the show notes as well. So people know where to connect with you and can dive into this more. Like I'm inspired to like connect with you more and go more into Yay. this because it's so beneficial. Like, like you said in the beginning, like our health is our most important thing. And as entrepreneurs, like if we want to be making this big impact and like serving all these people and like living this awesome lifestyle, we've got to put our health number one. And it's so easy to put it on the back burner or not realize when something is off just because it may be subtle doesn't mean that, you know, you can't feel a freaking amazing when you shift it. Exactly. Exactly. I love how you summarize that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so thank you so much for, oh, thank you for jumping having me. on. This is awesome. Uh, I'm really excited. And, and thank you for all the work that you're doing in the world mm, and creating you. your ripple effect. Thank you. (laughs) This is so awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day.